Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Isn't this awkward, Nelly, huh? Ron thought that I said I was off. You thought that Pomp was coming in. And here we are, Ron. Pomp is not coming in. He has Steeler duties. Do you think I was just going to leave you alone in Seattle? Sleepless in Seattle? The Partner, last time partnerless we ta- in Seattle and just do the show alone? I would never do that to you, Ron. Well, the last time we talked, you said, no, I don't think I'm working. I, uh, so I didn't think you were working. I've been up all night preparing actually to do the show alone but who needs sleep anyway they say it's sleepless in seattle right wait so you knew pomp wasn't coming in yeah as soon as the game as soon as we found out the game was on saturday that means tomlin is speaking today instead of tomorrow right uh and and pompiani has to do his duty so he sent me a note like uh, i mean i knew that as soon as i heard saturday and he sent me a note you know, this sucks, you know, wish I could be there. but Oh, you know, you know he's putting you on there. He's happy not he'll to be, do the uh, show, Ron. He'll be uh, with us tomorrow, though, so that'll be fine. And you'll be back tomorrow? When are you coming back? Uh-huh. Hopefully. Uh, my flight is out of Seattle at 2.20, which is 5.20 your time. I'm due to land about 12.30 tomorrow morning. That's if things go well. I go through Chicago. This is the worst flight of the year, the longest flight, so... We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to just touching down in Pittsburgh, but it was worth coming out here after what I saw yesterday. Well, I have to tell you this. And by the way, our friend Charles, affectionately known as Nelly, is on the controls in there. We're, we're still, uh, well, I guess we'll always be without Folsey. I was going to say we're still without Fol. Folsey's gone. He's just simply gone. You know, what's not gone is the Steelers' playoff chances. I think they're pretty darn good right now but the story Ron if you would have told me that on New Year's Day and I don't care when you would have told me four weeks ago four months ago three years ago that Mason Rudolph would not just have seized the starting job but be lighting it up playing better than any Steeler quarterback since Ben retired and even better than Ben did in his final year I would have told you you were absolutely crazy so the Steelers are alive. I don't want to make I don't want to go overboard with this. I mean the, the the big picture here is once again the Steelers are fighting for their playoff lives in the last week of the season needing help from other teams. However they got here, they got here, but that's the fact. They're constantly scrambling just to stay alive for a playoff spot year after year after year. But the smaller picture right now is that it's been fun watching Mason 
and this offense, and they are indeed alive, I think with a good chance to get in. I, I rate it as a pretty good chance. You? I think ESPN gives it a 20% chance, 22% chance. They need help. You know, they need Buffalo to lose again. And You know, what? what's really fascinating is they play Saturday at 4.30. If they lose... Thank God Ron's not doing the show alone, Nelly, or you would have problems right now, right? Ron, are you there? What? Yeah, I'm here. You got me? I do now. You disappeared. Hello. You, you di- got? Can you okay. hear me? I, 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 yeah, I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine. I didn't, I didn't realize we dropped there. Um, they play Saturday at 4:30. If they lose, there's no drama. If they win, then they got to wait until Sunday. They got to hope that uh, Jacksonville loses at Tennessee, and, and if they don't lose, they got to wait till Sunday night and hope that Buffalo loses at Miami. I don't know. Uh, Jacksonville Titans. I mean, Jacksonville, Tennessee, uh, that's going to be a tough one. And then Buffalo's playing Miami. That's for the division title. But Miami's without Bradley Chubb, who was left in the blowout late yesterday against Baltimore, got a knee injury, Tua hurt his shoulder. I think 20% is probably right. I think the Steelers are going to beat Baltimore, but I don't know that they're going to get a loss in either one of those two games. I think 20 is way low. Way low. Baltimore's not going to play their players. Now, the Steelers could, could obviously lose that game. I get it. It ha- th- This same scenario happened a couple of years ago. Well, maybe a little more than that. And RG3 beat them. The Ravens beat them. I mean, the Ravens' backup quarterback beat the Steelers last season. So that could happen. But I think there's a reason the Steelers are favored in that game. I don't think Lamar's going to play. And then you're looking at, Titans at home against the Jags. I don't know. Is Trevor Lawrence playing? I don't know. He didn't play yesterday. We'll see. I think that the Titans will win that game, and the Steelers will be in the playoffs by 4 p.m., but if that doesn't happen, you have two shots here. Two shots of one of one home team to win, the Titans or the Dolphins. I think it's way better than 20%. But there's one other thing, Ron, I want to add in there is that the Steelers, you said no drama if they lose. There still will be drama if they lose. According to their website, if the Steelers lose, they still get in. If Indy and Houston don't tie, I doubt they're going to tie, a Jacksonville loss and a Denver win. I don't even, you want to put 20%, I'll put 20% on that one. I didn't even know that till this morning. Did you? Uh, no, I didn't. We, you know, we were all under the assumption they had to win and then Jacksonville or Buffalo lose. I didn't realize there was a, another opportunity if they lose. Um, so, yeah, I mean, it's going to be an interesting day Saturday. You, you hope they win and then you only need one of those two losses. Both, you know, Buffalo is actually, I believe, favored in Miami. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. They're playing. The Bills are playing very well, as you well know. Um, and Miami, I mean, I, McDaniel was taking a beating for leaving his starters in late in that blowout yesterday, and he loses Chubb, his best linebacker. Yeah. So we'll see what happens in that game. Though Miami has plenty to play for. The winner of that game wins the division, the AFC East. So and yeah, and the game's Miami in Miami. Has plenty to play for, but you. But you just don't, you know, we could be waiting until 1130 Sunday night next week to find out if the Steelers are in. And we probably will be. Probably, I say. Although, 
I, I think there's a very good chance that the Jaguars lose, don't you? Uh, Tennessee's pretty bad. I mean, they, I, I don't know. I don't feel good about that one. Um, I, you know, maybe Tennessee or the uh, Jaguars had lost four in a row and were really, really struggling. Maybe they got it together a little bit, even with C.J. Beathard uh, at quarterback. I just think it's going to be tough for the Titans to win. Uh, they lost yesterday, right? Who, who blew them out yesterday? Um, I can't even remember. I got my sheets in front of me, and I can't even find it. They, they I, I just don't know what they're going to be playing for. We'll see. Sure, anything can happen. But I'm like you. I like the Steelers the way they're playing. I like them to go to Baltimore and win. Did you see John Harbaugh dancing around in the uh, Ravens locker room after the game Yeah, yesterday? They, they've clinched the number one overall seed in the East. I mean, in the a- AFC. So good for them. Maybe the Steelers, the way they're playing, Joe, the way the offense is playing, I give them a chance even if Lamar does play. Yeah, I, the the Ravens would be crazy to put Lamar on a football field. Absolutely crazy to do that. They've had their, they've had really good teams wiped out in recent years because they had no, no Lamar. They have absolutely nothing to play for. I think that would be uh, just insane of Harbaugh to put Lamar on the field. And if he does, I can't imagine it'll be yeah. more than, than for a series or two. Uh, the key to me with with Jacksonville and Tennessee is whether Trevor Lawrence plays. Tennessee went into Miami and won. Under, and also, by the way, whether uh, whether Levis and Butthead plays. What's his injury, Nelly? Can you look that one up? Is he expected to play? That that one's going to be the tale of two quarterbacks. That one's going down to the wire. That's in Tennessee. And I would say of all the non-playoff teams' motivations next weekend, that Tennessee's would be very high to keep Doug Peterson and Jacksonville out of the playoffs. I would say very high. What do you got there, Nelly? Uh, Will Levis was carted off the field yesterday with a foot injury, and right now they say he's questionable for this upcoming weekend. Well, then that would be Tannehill. Yeah, they were they were uh, blown out. They were blown out by Houston yesterday, twenty six to three. You know, I, I expect Harbaugh to sit his guys too. But the only problem with that is then they don't play for three weeks because they got the bye, and that's a long time to lose your edge a little bit. But I think the wor- the risk of a Lamar injury isn't worth uh, you know taking a chance that he'll be rusty after three weeks. My God, he had a perfect. 158-3 yesterday and five touchdowns against yeah. Miami. Won his second MVP. I don't think there's any question he's going to be the MVP. Yeah, I think he's trending toward that. They've been unbelievable. They they really have. They've just crushed teams. Nelly, can you look up Trevor Lawrence's status for next weekend, please? Unless your friend Dom in there already knows. The other thing, Ron, is that the Jaguars stink, Right. They lost to Cincy. They lost to Cleveland. They got blown out by Baltimore. They got blown out by Tampa last weekend, 30-12. to 12, And then they beat Carolina, which doesn't count. So what are they going to do at Tennessee? I, I think the odds are very, very high that at the least that's going to be a suspenseful game because they're just not good right now. In fact, yeah. in fact they're horrible. And no, if C.J. No, Beathard plays, then the Steelers could really be in business, right? Yeah, I mean, Travis Etienne had a huge game yesterday for them, uh, and their defense played well. No, I mean, Jacksonville certainly isn't f- formidable by any stretch. I just I just don't know about Tennessee, what they're going to play for. We'll see. Um, but if, if the Jacksonville does win and the Steelers win, 
then we got a long wait until Sunday night, don't we? We sure do. I mean, what do the percentages go up to if the Steelers win? Then I put it at about sit between 60 and 70% that they get in. If they beat Baltimore, I think they're getting in. Then they need one of two home teams to win a game against an okay opponent. Now, the Bills are better than okay, but they actually stunk yesterday, uh, if you were watching that game at all, and they're really, really lucky they didn't lose to the Patriots. Really lucky. Um, Because Josh Allen was terrible, and they were terrible in that game. And by the way, they were bad the week before against the Chargers. The Bills are lucky to be sitting here right now. Alive. What do you got there, uh, Nelly? Huh? Uh, Trevor Trevor Lawrence, your previous question, he is also questionable. Um, mm-hmm. So everything is pretty much is up in the air for injured quarterbacks right now. Man. So if you win, all you need – let's put it this way, Nelly. If the Steelers win, all they need to make the playoffs is C.J. Beathard to lose. I kind of like the sounds of that. Ron, you were busy looking up something, yes? Here you go, Joe. I, I did just look. Um, the New York Times index has the Steelers, I think, at 24% chance to make uh, the playoffs. And if they do win in Baltimore, it goes up to 72%. It goes up to what? 72% if they beat the Ravens. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So we both that's, think they're going to beat the Ravens. That's the new. So, yeah, the... so that would 72% chance of making the playoffs if they do. Yeah, that tells me that the New York Times has figured in there that there's a very, very good chance that either Buffalo or Jacksonville will lose their game. So I like this for the Steelers right now, Ron. But more importantly, what about this quarterback situation? Or maybe more um, sensationally, what about the quarterback situation? Mark Caballi was on with the morning show and said it wasn't Mike Tomlin's decision. It wasn't. Mike Tomlin's decision to deactivate Pickett. Is that what you heard? You're in Seattle. Uh, I did not hear that. We were all shocked by it a little bit. The only the only thinking the only thought we could come up with is you know, they really didn't want to embarrass Pickett by making him the backup yet not starting him because they're saying he's healthy enough to play, uh, but uh, that you know we're not going to play him. Uh, that Mason is better right now. And I, I, I guess they're trying to maybe protect Pickett's ego a little bit. Tomlin was asked about it. He said, well, it, it came down to preparation early in the week, indicating that uh, Pickett's ankle wasn't good enough for him to get to work. I don't, I don't buy that. I think they just wanted to save Pickett the embarrassment uh, of, of, of not having him back up Mason when they could just say, well, he's coming off an ankle surgery. He's not quite ready yet. Man, that's a pretty bad indictment of Mike Tomlin if that's the case because if you believe that Pickett's gives you a better chance than Trubisky in a reserve role, you're compromising your team's ability to win a must-win game to protect somebody's ego. But didn't you just say Caboli said it wasn't Tomlin's decision? I don't know who right, it but was. Let's stick was with, it Art? Or well, let's stick Art with the scenario Omar? that you just painted. That would be an unbelievable indictment of Tomlin, Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, we were surprised that Pickett wasn't the backup yesterday because they've clearly lost total faith, uh, in, uh, in Trubisky. I mean, that's pretty clear. Uh, I'm, I'm, I don't know. Pickett, there's something going on there. Pickett was very snarky 
last week when he was interviewed. You could tell he was pissed off about not going back in. You know, they asked him, did you learn anything on the sideline watching? No. Uh, you so know, let me ask you this. Like Could it that? be that Pickett won't be the backup, refuses to be the backup? Is that a possibility? Uh, I would be hard-pressed to believe that. I mean, he likes to get his paycheck, too. That's that's insubordination if they tell you, you know, if he tells them he's not going to be the backup. We haven't had that since Bubby Brister was here. Was he medically uh, I, cleared to play? I don't know. I mean, Dulac said he was healthy enough to play. That's all I know. I'm not, you know, I don't have access to Jim Bradley, the team doctor. Um, I'm assuming he was good enough to play. Something is going on there. There's no question. Hmm. Well, Tomlin was not asked that question after the game. Was was Kenny Pickett medically cleared to play this week? I think that's the key question here. Was he or wasn't he? He was. He, he was asked, uh, you know, why Pickett wasn't the backup. Mm-hmm. And he said it came down to preparation and who got the work early in the week. He said, we'll see how it goes next week. Right. I'd be real curious to know if he was medically cleared to play or not, because that, that makes all the difference. If he was medically cleared to play and didn't, then he was benched. And, and the Steelers compromised their best chance to win by not dressing him. Agreed? Yeah, I would agree. So that's a pretty huge story is what the hell happened with Kenny Pickett. Now, if he wasn't medically cleared, if they said in the end it's not medically advisable yes. for him to even dress as the backup, then it's then it's a non-story. But I have exactly. not heard that at all. No, I mean, Dulac tweeted out before the game, despite being healthy enough to play, Pickett is, has been deactivated. It seems like we could reasonably assume that if a guy was an entrenched starter, and especially if he was a really good player, and the season was on the line, that he's that, that that quarterback is playing in that game yesterday, yes? Yeah, but, I mean, he hasn't been good. Rudolph has been better, was better last week than anything we saw from Pickett. Right. So Tomlin stuck with him now. There's no doubt that he sticks with him this week. Well, he has to, right? Absolutely. So this performance by Rudolph has changed your stance from last week? Because I tended to agree with you last week. Yeah, that, I did. That I, mean, that I wanted to find out that you have to find out about Pickett. But now I'm I'm more curious. Why not find out more about Rudolph now? Plus, he's earned it. So I, I, I would not go back to Pickett. And I think there's almost zero chance that Tomlin will. There's no chance, I would say. No, I'm, I'm with you. I, I didn't know that Mason could do it again, especially on the road. It was really loud there yesterday. Uh, that crowd noise is 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 legit. Um, I didn't know that he could do it again. I still looked at Pickett as your future. I wanted to get him in there to see what he could do. But after what Mason did yesterday, that's two weeks in a row. And how about the way he's using George Pickens? Yeah. I mean, throwing the ball deep to him. Um, we've been screaming for that all year long. He's doing that without turning the ball over. He doesn't have an interception in these last two weeks. And how about the Faith Tomlin showing in him? I couldn't believe with two minutes left yesterday, they're protecting a 7 nothing lead. The first down after the uh, the sack fumble, he has him throwing down the sideline to Pickett, Pickens for 24 yards. Yeah, He never he wouldn't have let uh, uh, Pickett do that, I don't think. And then the game before, Cincinnati backed up at their own goal line late in the first half. He has him throw it 10 times in a row. 
Uh, he's showing great faith in him. Now, he used that money line again. Scared money don't make money. But, uh, I, I mean, it looks to me like he has more faith now in Rudolph than he ever did in, in, in Pickett or Trubisky. I don't think there's any doubt about that. I agree with every syllable you just said. And it's a hell of a story. And I give Mason credit. And I'm willing to say I may have been very wrong about him. We'll see what happens in this game and what happens over time. But there's some pretty big questions to be answered here. Number one on my list, honestly, is what happened with Pickett. What happened? That's what I want to know. Because I'm not buying what Tomlin said after the game. There's a deeper story here. Let's listen to what Kabali said on the morning show. Well, let's put it this way, Adam. I'm skeptical of him not dressing yesterday. Uh, I might be the only only way I could put it right now, but I'm very, very highly skeptical that it was 100% Mike Tomlin's decision that Kenny Pickett did not dress yesterday. Okay, so whose decision would it have been then? Are you implying that Kenny Pickett didn't want to be a backup? Are you implying that Art Rudy II had you, his hands in the pile, that it was Omar Khan? See, if I would have, if I'm by 100% known this, wouldn't you don't think it would be on the athletic website right now? Yeah, okay, so that's why I'm wondering what you're getting at then. Like, you don't well, think that it was all Mike skeptical. Tomlin's decision, then whose decision do you think it was? Well, let me pull back the curtain a little bit. Some things you know and some things you can write, and some things you know you can't write, and right now I can't write, so um, we could put it at that I'm just skeptical. Wow. Great questioning by Crowley there, I would say, that was, first that of was all, great follow-up. Great follow-up questions. That's right. If if you don't think Tomlin made the decision, who did? Was it Pickett? Was it Omar? Was it Art? There's no way Omar makes a decision over Tomlin. It, one of two things. In Kabali's scenario, one of two things happened. Art stepped in or Kenny said, I ain't, I ain't going to be the backup. That's the only logical conclusion right. you could draw from what Kabali said. Right. Can you think of hey, another yeah, one? I, no, I can't. No, I can't. You know, and I'm not... You know, I, I, I have great faith in Mark as a reporter, but I'm not sure he's 100% right on this. You well, know? neither is he. Like, he's not saying he's not saying right, that he knows right. it for certain. He's he's leaning in that direction. But something's uh, very odd here. It, it was it was very surprising when we were at, we were all at the stadium three hours early and watching the warm-ups and Trubisky and Rudolph are down there throwing pickets in like, sweats and, and doing basically nothing. So we kind of knew right then he wasn't going to be active. And he wasn't. He wasn't. Is Mason Rudolph better than Pickett? He has been these last two games. And I read your excellent column in the Post-Gazette this morning where saying, hey, now it's time to find out about him. Um, so he may be. He may be. I, I mean, I've never been sold on Pickett and haven't been quite ready to give up on him yet. But the offense just looked totally different uh, with Rudolph. And the thing I like about him, I do think his pocket presence is so much better uh, than Pickett's at this point. The one throw down the field he had to, to, to Pickens yesterday, 34 yards, I believe it was, he stood in there and took a big hit and still got him the ball. That impressed the hell out of me. Me too. I mean, it's it's sort of undeniable at this point, at least this much is, that, that the an offense that had been historically hideous, historically inept, 
for two years, and I would even throw in Ben's last year for the most part. There was zero threat of going down the field, really. That that offense has suddenly exploded for 64 points and almost 900 yards in two games. And yeah, the competition wasn't great. The Bengals aren't good right now, and Seattle might have the worst tackling defense I've seen in the NFL this season. And they were hey, the did N- you see? Did you see who had 17 tackles yesterday? Most of which were probably 10 yards down the field, but he had 17 tackles. Yeah. Devin Bush. Devin Bush. He was in on 17 anyway. As Chris Hoke said on the KDK postgame, they were mostly J-O-Ps, jump on the piles. <laughs> That's what he called them. Uh, so, and they were about 10 yards down the field the way the Steelers ran the ball. Exactly. Yesterday. I mean, that that and and Seattle was the worst rushing defense over the previous 10 weeks in the whole league. So I get that the competition hasn't been great, and I get that the running game really was the big story. But the Steelers' run game has been really good at times over the past couple of years, and they've played a bunch of crap teams. The quarterbacking was never this good in those scenarios as it is now. Listen. Mason Rudolph in half as many starts as Pickett, half as many. Pickett's made 24, Mason 12, has five more touchdowns than he does, and his yards per game is way above him, and his passer rating's better. It's just, it's undeniable that that his two starts have looked better than any of Kenny's, pretty much. Maybe the Raiders game, you want to throw Kenny in there for that one, but Mason Rudolph simply looks better than Pickett does. And I really wonder, I really wonder, the palace intrigue here of what's happening behind the scenes has me absolutely fascinated that Pickett didn't even dress as the backup. And if Jerry is accurate that he was healthy enough to play, then the Steelers indisputably compromised their ability to win that game by having an inferior backup, a guy who's worse than Pickett, unless they thought he wasn't healthy enough to 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 play. But I didn't hear yeah, Tomlin. That, Tomlin that, didn't say that, though. He said it was about early week. Nobody has said that. In fact, Jerry reported the opposite. Well, maybe we'll hear something from Tomlin today because he's speaking at noon. I, I, I think he's probably just going to fall back on that he wasn't healthy enough to play and didn't get enough work that week well yes or i mean could they could they at this point where he's coming back from the ankle injury could they have thought that trubisky as bad as he is gives them a better chance if he has to go in than Pickett? man what does all that say about Pickett? like i said if this not was very if this, much if not this, very much if this was a top 15 10 quarterback let alone a star of any kind and this was a make or break season game there would have been no question he's in there i'm guessing that Here's my 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 educated guess is that Kenny Pickett really wanted to play in that game and thought coming back he would play in that game. That's what I think. You? Play in which game? This one or the one? This, the, the one yesterday. If you would ask Kenny yeah, Pickett yeah. on Monday, are you ready to play? Do you think you will play? He would have said emphatically yes to both those questions. Yeah, because yeah, when he spoke uh, on Wednesday, I believe – you could tell he was clearly ticked off. You know, didn't say that, said, I guess, everything right. But I thought it was very telling when he was asked, did you learn anything watching? No. That's not a real good answer for him to give in that situation. It all makes me wonder, and now there's future questions. Like I said, these guys' profiles aren't very different. Pickett's 25, about to be 26. Mason's 28. 
One started 24 games. One has started 12. Kenny was a, was a mid to late first round pick. Mason, they had a first round grade on. So as far as the Steelers are concerned, they were both first round talents, right? So really, if, if the whole idea, and I was first in line preaching this, that you got to find out about Pickett this season, maybe to be fair to Mason, to have him playing in, in a, this is the only time other than 2019 that he's made multiple starts in a season. Maybe we need to find out about him. Maybe the whole narrative has changed here. And if anybody thinks that that there aren't going to be larger questions here, they're crazy. If this guy wins again, and what if he wins a playoff game? You don't think it would then be a legitimate storyline of Rudolph versus Pickett if they re-sign Rudolph going into next season? I mean, it would have to be, wouldn't it? Yep, it sure would. I mean, I mean, if he get, wins, if he gets them into playoffs and wins a playoff game, um, I think he has to be favored to go into camp as the starter. You know, and and Pickett can compete, and we'll see what happens. But I think under the scenario, now there's a lot to be done yet to get to that sure. scenario. Yeah. But if that if we get to that scenario, I would have to think that uh, he would go in as the favorite. See, I don't. If they, I, now, I, th- he's a I free think he agent. should. Yeah. He's a free agent. Let's see what happens after. He could be making himself a lot of money somewhere else. But, you know, we'll see what happens here. This is the best the offense has looked since, since they started 11-0 in 2020, I believe that was. This is the best this offense has looked. That's a long time. That's Ben's last year. You could even make an argument it looks better than it did at that point because it crumbled down the stretch that year. What a story. 412-928-9370, 928-9370. Thoughts on Pickett. Mark Caballi raising the notion that it wasn't 100% Mike Tomlin's decision to deactivate Pickett. And what about Mason? I will stand first in line. To say I was wrong about Mason, that doesn't mean I think necessarily that he's a long-term starter in the league, but I didn't think he had this in him. So it, at least in this short sample size, as, the, as they say, I'll stand first in line and say I was completely wrong about this guy. Completely wrong. Don't you think Hokey will love to hear that, Ron? <laughs> he's, I'll say what? He's been, on his, he's been on the Mason bandwagon all along. I'll give him credit for that. And again, as you said, two games does not a career make. But what a start these two games are in the rebirth, uh, the resurgence of Mason Rudolph. And if you're looking for examples of how things change in pro sports at that position, the other guy yesterday who I think is pretty good, Geno Smith, was basically gone for six years. Reemerged at 32, had a career year as a bona fide starter now in the league, got a nice new contract. That's how things happen in pro sports. So here we go. 928-9370. Do you think the Steelers will make the playoffs? That's the other topic on the table. They beat Baltimore. It's up to 72%. I think either Jacksonville or Buffalo is going to lose. I do. Let's talk about that coming up. It's Cook and Joe. Ron is live in Seattle in his hotel room. Did you order breakfast yet, Ron? No, no, it's you know it's only seven o'clock out here when we got started. So no, I haven't. I'm just just trying to find my way. It was a long, pretty much sleepless night last night. But that sleep is for the dead. Plenty of time to sleep in the grave. Did you toast in the new year with Vinny? 
<laughs> no, I was uh, writing my follow column and preparing for this show at midnight here last night. Didn't quite, didn't quite get out, that's for sure. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Man, what a story. Mason Rudolph comes out of nowhere on the day before Christmas last week. A man named Rudolph to lead the Steelers. I, I can't believe this is happening, Ron. I can't believe the things I was typing in my column or the things that I'm saying about about Mason Rudolph and the Steelers. All credit to uh, to Hokey for one. And man, was he strong after the game on KDKA. I mean, he was he was downright incendiary in some of his comments. It was it was great stuff. At one point. He said this to Bob. Let me make sure I have this. Uh, He said, they were talking about what has happened with this offense, which has gone from completely historically inept and a league-wide laughingstock to putting up 64 points and almost 900 yards in two games. Hokie said, and I quote, everybody's dodging the question. Who's the spark? What's the spark? It's Mason Rudolph, and nobody will say it. To which Bob said, why? To which Hokey said, because Kenny's the number one draft pick. Kenny's the starter all year. There are relationships there. Nobody wants to put it out there, but the reality is Mason's come in here and doubled the point production. And he also said the Steelers have talent on this offense. They just needed a quarterback to stand in there and deliver. How about them? How about them yeah, words, Ron? It's, it's exactly the truth. And, man, I'll tell you, you know, I know we're going to get around to talking about how about the way they ran the ball yesterday. Yeah. I thought that was clearly Najee's best game. You know, they were all buzzing about that stiff arm uh, that he had on the one run that he had. Warren gives it to you every – they ran, the two of them, ran for 197 yards. And Tomlin said, coming in, we felt like that was a way to conquer the environment. Uh, I thought that, you know, if it was just another game without – for Mason – I'd have said the huge story was the way they ran the ball, and it was tremendous. I mean, uh, tennis, uh, the, the Seattle couldn't stop him, and Najee was just 
sensational yesterday. He was great. And Hokey also said on the post game that Mason's presence had something to do with that. That the, the same talk that, that we've beaten to death going back to Ben's second last year, which was this. Why don't they throw the ball down the field? Does Ben feel like he can't get the blocking? Does he not have the arm to do it anymore? Blah, blah, blah. Why doesn't Kenny ever get the ball down the field? Why won't Canada get the ball down? Well, now they have a legitimate threat, Hokey says, to get it down the field. And that that has to change the way that you play defense. But, Ron, I, I'm getting just the feeling here that the big story this week is Pickett. I can't help but wonder what happened here, and I want to be very, very careful with this. I want to be very careful with it. Because when Kabali comes on and says, I'm not 100% sure Mike Tomlin made this decision. I can't report anything for The Athletic. There's only two possibilities. I mean, obviously, he's not talking about the medical staff stepping in, right? Although it's still entirely it's still entirely possible that 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 he wasn't cleared, but nobody, including Mike Tomlin, has said that. Of course, Tomlin wasn't asked that either. There's only two possibilities when Kabali says this might not have been Tomlin's decision. Art or Kenny. And if it was Kenny, and again, I want to be very careful about this. I have zero evidence that it was Kenny saying I won't dress, but if that were to be the case. My God, is would that be a story? That's Antonio Brown territory yeah. if that were true, right? Yeah, I mean, I guess he could fall back and say, yeah, I, I just I don't feel 100% here. I don't feel like I can go and help the team. That's a little different than saying, screw you. I'm not starting, so I'm going to take my ball and go home. That's sure not what he uh, sounded like during the week, though. Yeah, no, no, exactly, because I think he was, you know, he said, it's not my call. It's the coach's and the doctor's call. Um, it is an interesting story. I think it's a bigger story long-term than it is right now. They're trying to figure out a way to get into the playoffs, and clearly Mason gives them that uh, best best shot. But if he didn't want to play yesterday, what does that say about him as their future quarterback? To me, that's that's you know just unbelievable if that's what happened. I mean, that's that's the story now that I want an answer to. And again, I want to be very, very careful because Kenny Pickett, in my estimation, has been, you know, nothing but a gamer going back to his his pit days. But something is very strange here. And I'm hoping that Tomlin gets asked a couple of simple questions today. One, was Kenny medically cleared to go in this game? And two, whose decision was it to deactivate him if he was medically cleared? And you might as well ask while they're at it, did was Kenny willing to dress as the backup? And get a yes or no answer on the record. I remember, I remember uh, the Antonio Brown day against the Bengals because Ed Bouchette was on the pregame, and he was telling me right then that no, nah, Antonio Brown was gone from practice, and that's why he's deactivated. He he basically quit this week. So my first question to Tomlin after the game: Whose decision was it not to play Antonio? Why didn't Antonio play? And of course. He didn't know that the whole world was beginning to know what had actually happened. So I don't I don't really want to go into that territory yet, but man, this could be a very interesting week. Let's just put it that way, right? Yeah, it sure should be. Um, and it should be an interesting offseason and training camp next year, the way Rudolph is making it playing right now. Um, I think it's going to be fascinating. Nelly, do we have some calls? We have a plethora of calls. 
plethora, Ron. That's a Duquesne word, is it not? That's a good one. It's a great one. Go ahead, Nelly. Uh, this is TB in North Hills. What's up? Hey, all right. How you guys doing today? Good. There's a saying, desperation creates excellence. And I think I think that the Rooney's finally grew a pair and put everybody on the uh you know, on the perp line. Let's get it done, boys. On the what? What they put them on? All right, uh, Ron. Did you understand that? I, I I did not understand that. Ron didn't understand it either, Nelly. Uh, he's I guess that man's implying that Rooney insisted that that Rudolph play start. I didn't understand him either. Let's go to the next guy and let's uh, hope this. Is, I, I imagine we're going to get some Mason gloaters here, right? I believe so. Tony in Kennedy Township. Hi, Tony. Hey guys, uh, I hate to say, but gosh, Pittsburgh sports media is so gullible. It's hard to listen to you guys, but I'll say this. If you guys really believe that Mason Rudolph as a free agent is going to sign again with this franchise, you're barking up the wrong tree. There's no way after Ben treated him the way that he treated him, after Tomlin treated him the way that he treated him, and after the franchise treated him the way that he treated him with this kind of play, he's going to come back here. Happy New Year. And Tony, why, uh, Tony doesn't why did, stay on the line to answer for his Yeah, thing, yeah. Well, calls, I was going to say, why did Mason come back? Gullible versus gutless, I would say. Go ahead. Why, why did Why did Mason come back here this year then? I, I, I mean, I, I, I don't get that. I'm not saying he's going to be back 100%. By the way, did you see there's been a little bit of Mia Culpa? Not Mia Culpa from Ben. Did you see what he said apparently on his podcast about Mason? Did you see this? I saw a number of things he said with Mason, and I only believe half of them, but which one are you talking about? I'm talking about, he said, when Mason played with me, I tried to help him as much as I could. Then he didn't want my help anymore, so I backed off. Yeah, that's the that's the one I don't believe, Ron. You? Uh, probably not. I'd, I'd probably lean more to not believing it than believe it. Um, I don't know what how Mason looked at their relationship. I know it wasn't a very good one or a very healthy one. Um, I don't know if he, you know, shunned Ben, but you know, I know Ben now is a very ad, uh, advocate of him playing, right? So I'll give him that anyway. I think there's a way better chance that Ben shunned him than Mason shunned Ben. That would be a hell of a move to walk in as a rookie third round pick from Oklahoma State and and basically you know, turn off or turn away the franchise quarterback. I mean, let's hear Ben. Let's hear from his podcast, Footballing. He shouldn't play next year. I'm just telling you what the business, how the business goes. Yeah. I mean, I'm the one that I think he, he's playing well. I just think that it's, you know, I just know the business of it. Yeah. I know who they drafted in the first round to be their quarterback. <laughs> well, you've been there so long, you know, yeah. you probably. Um, yeah. And, and I, and I, yeah, Duck is awesome. Duck was great when Duck came into play because I did the same thing when Mason came. If I can help you in any way, I'm not going to step on your toes. I'm not going to come to you and be over your shoulder like, do this is what I do, do this, 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 this. I didn't do that. Mm hmm. Hey, if I can do anything, I'm here. I'm whatever you need. Yeah. And I was there and and Mason used me the first game and then he kind of backed away because he was doing his own thing and I was completely fine with that. Duck stayed and that and I, maybe that's why Duck and I saw a great relationship because Duck was very Ben, help me with this, help sure. me with that. Like, what do I think? What should I do here on these reads? Come off the field, talk to me. So I just was I just wanted to be there for those guys, you know? Yeah. Yeah, man. I think that's what you need. Because those guys are I always say that the the backups were always there for me. They were always I I I couldn't have done what I 
did in my career for as long as I did without the many, many guys that helped me along the way. Yeah. Um, from Duck to Dobbs to Landry to Mason to Charlie, Byron, Bruce, Vic, all those guys. You know, I mean, it's th- those guys made me who I was. So, Oh, please, Ron. Please. Those guys made me who I was? What? He even mentioned Mason in there after just telling us how helpful he wanted to be to Mason. None of the guys that Ben mentioned and nobody in his whole career was brought in here as a direct threat to him. Mason was brought in here to eventually, they thought, replace him. There, There's That's the why- difference. Yeah, there is. And, I mean, Ben, it's at the time of the draft, I said on our radio show, you know, why, why do we need a quarterback now? Draft somebody to help me win, not worry about my replacement. And I, you know, obviously that you get off to a bad start. I would think when there's that kind of, uh, you know, the franchise quarterback saying that about the draftee. I have to believe if Ben was 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 you know just going out of his way to be helpful and kind to Mason, that Mason would have gratefully accepted that, especially when he became the starter. I, why wouldn't you? That's the part I don't get. No, that, I mean that your question makes perfect sense. But I know Ben, for one, you know, he didn't like people hovering over him. Uh, he wanted to do it his way and figure it out himself. Uh, and, and maybe, you know, he felt like Mason didn't want his help. But I think that would be stupid on Mason's part. Yeah, that whole story's a little bit dubious to me, to say the least. What do we got here, Nelly? You're waving frantically toward me. South Hills on the 50 mark. This guy drives a tough bargain, Ron. He wants me to stick to the clock no matter what. He should know better. Well, he hasn't worked with you other than one time. He got to wow. learn how you run. He's got to learn how you run the clock. In other words, you don't pay a lot of attention. This to is the like clock. this is like Ben and Mason. He's he, he comes right in here and thinks he's the guy. He wants to push me out, Ron. I feel threatened by Nelly. All right. Do not feel threatened at all. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. The time right now is ten fifty, so it's time to call them. Shenderovich, Shenderovich, and Fishman. Why pay 40% when you can pay 25%? Call 888-98-TWINS. He's got the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line twice in this hour, Ron. It's only supposed to be once, as far as I ever knew. You? Uh, yeah, but I saw the whole list of reads. It seems to be twice in every hour. Does I don't it? know if that's it a new that one changed, or not. Nelly? He says he doesn't know, Ron. Well, we appreciate Edgar Snyder and Associates, so I'm going to read it again. Fan text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder. And associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. South Hills Chrysler Dodge Jeep Fiat. Uh, Route 19, Peters Township, celebrating 50 years in the South Hills. And fan weather. Saw some snow out there. Going to see some more, I think. High of 38. Chance of some flurries. That's brought to you by Sun Chevy 23 Silverado 1500s up to 7500 in rebates. SunChevy.com. Why do you think Kenny Pickett didn't dress for that game? That they went with an inferior option, if you believe that, at backup quarterback? And what are the long-term implications of Mason Rudolph's resurgence or just his surgence? I don't know that there ever was one in the first place to make it a resurgence. He's playing really, really well. That's just undeniable. The offense has taken off and looks like a real-life NFL offense. It looked unstoppable two weeks in a row. 
I don't know that I could say the Steelers' offense looked unstoppable at any point in the past three full seasons, and now two weeks in a row, and the obvious change is Mason Rudolph, 412-928-9370. And then what about playoff implications here? What's going to happen on Saturday and Sunday? What if the Steelers get in? It doesn't look, you know, Baltimore looks like they're now far above the field, far above the field, but they ain't playing the first weekend. I wouldn't mind playing Kansas City. I never thought I'd say that. Or Miami. Kansas City's terrible right now. And so is Miami for that matter. And so are the Bills. They barely got by the Chargers and Patriots. Why wouldn't the Steelers give them a game? Ron, they're going to win the Super Bowl. 928-9370. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.